All right. Today's guests are Barbara Savona and Lauren Emmett, two entrepreneurs that started a marketing platform for multifamily and beyond called Sprout Marketing. Whether you're working on social media, outreach marketing, resident retention, or just improving your apartment community engagement, they have everything you need in one platform. Welcome to the podcast. Woohoo! Thanks yeah. for having us. I'm so excited to have you guys. So this is Barbara and Lauren from Sprout Marketing. I'm so excited. I've been really looking forward to this podcast because I love everything that you guys do. So let's jump right into it. So every podcast, I ask the same three questions. So what are you ladies reading now? Okay, so this is Barbara. I'm going to start. I just finished uh, reading Atomic Habits by James Clear like last week. And I just bought, which by the way, I love, love, love. I have to say I read a ton of books and that one is probably in my top like three to five books. I was telling Lauren and I just uh, got the John Maxwell leader shift is what it's called. I want to make sure I get it right. So I'm going to start that one this week. Okay. Awesome. And this is me, Lauren. I am reading right now The Outward Mindset, Seeing Beyond Ourselves from the Arbinger Institute. It's the second in a series we've kind of been reading as a team, and I play a little uh, on here. And then personally, I'm reading um, Rachel Stratford, her second book, Hands-Free Life, which is just about habits for overcoming distraction for a better focus. I love that you guys are reading something as a team. How does that work? What do you guys do? So we just started um, kind of a new process for us. And weekly, we're getting together and focusing um, each month on our core values. And so we've been uh, focusing on our value of having a service mindset. Um, And with that, we chose uh, leadership and self-deception from the Arbinger Institute. And Barb, how did you think it went? Oh, man, it was awesome. So Lauren actually heads this up. It's basically a weekly team. We're all reading it together. And then we have a weekly growth meeting. And what we wanted is we found that, you know, we we use core values, we say core values, but are we living them? Are we embodying them? And so um, we decided that every week we're going to, every month we'll pick one core value, we'll pick a book, a podcast, something that resonates, and then we'll talk about it as a team so that the core values become more than like something that's just on paper to really being brought to life. Right. So we kind of all get on that journey together and they start to mean the same thing to everyone on the team. Yep. I love that. That's such a huge takeaway and something that people could be doing at their communities with their staff. I mean, pick a great book and it doesn't have to be a really long book, but something that you guys can get together and, you know, kind of bond on. I think that's so cool. Very cool. First question. Um, (laughs) So on mine, I am reading right now, Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, And also, just wanted to let you guys know when I'm finished with it, I'm going to do a giveaway on my Instagram after this podcast. So it will be up when you guys go there. So my Instagram is at Leo. So when you guys go there, you're going to see Gary V's book. Just let me know that you listen to the podcast by tagging at Sprout Marketing and let us know what you liked about the podcast, something you learned, something you liked, and I will be giving away that book to someone from there. Awesome. Okay, moving on to question number two. Who do you guys follow on Instagram for inspiration? All right, Leah. Well, you know, for me, Instagram is definitely like the place that I like love to hang out. So I, I follow a lot of apartment communities just to keep up with what everybody's doing. But for me, like to stay inspired. Um, I love Rachel and Dave Hollis. I think they're so much fun. Um, I listen to Amy Porterfield. I think she's always so I feel like we're always on the same kind of wavelength of like ideas. And she's always a few steps ahead. So I'm like anxious to keep up. I love Gary Vee. Recently, I've started following Frank Kern and his intent based marketing model, which I, I super love. So I think from a business perspective, those are probably four that I follow. And then just like personally, I love the sister studio. She's this girl that uh, shows like super inexpensive style and somehow she looks amazing in it. So that's kind of a fun one that I follow just for fun. Love it. 
So for me, part of my hands-free life habit was taking a sabbatical from social media. So shock the world here. I am in that aspect. (laughs) You're going to find that throughout this whole podcast. Like Lauren and I, from like our personalities to like the shoes we're wearing are 100% different. Um, I do, however, when we do get on for Sprout, I do enjoy a huge inspiration to me is seeing what the apartment communities and the realtors just around we have them all over the world that we follow. Yep. And so that's exciting for me to see. And then Barbara kind of filters down her inspiration to me. Yeah. <laughs> Give her the download <laughs> from Instagram. So do you guys ever follow somebody? You know, I love, I love your follows, Barbara, because I'm, I'm kind of in that same realm. But do you ever follow somebody and think, I'm not keeping up with what they're doing? Do you ever feel that way? Because, I, you know, I know Instagram is our highlight reel. So, you know, there's that. But some of those people, I'm like, wow, they are doing everything. Do you, do you guys ever feel like that? Yeah, I definitely do. And it's like, it's already my personality to want to be like 15 steps ahead of where I am today. So I kind of do the same thing that Lauren does when I'm feeling like I'm getting to that like anxious point and it's giving me that anxious energy. I step away a little bit, but then I also remind myself that, you know, even people that have seen Sprout grow year one was very different than year 10. You know, we were doing all our own content. Now we have a team that helps us with it. So I try to remind myself, like, Amy Porterfield is not a team of one. And I think that helps to keep it in perspective. Totally true. Totally true. And that I have to remind myself of that. And that's not all we do either. Some, you know, that's their only job. So no, and Leah, I have to say, I'm sorry, it's just to interrupt, but I love following you because I think like you, what I love is I think we both love to follow people outside of our industry too, to get inspired. And I think that you're always posting things that you connect the dots on it. It's not necessarily for student housing or multifamily, but you always bring it back. And I think that's, I mean, that's to me, awesome. Yeah, I spend probably way too much time on Instagram. <laughs> but hey, if something good comes from it. I love it. For sure. So who I follow, and it's kind of funny because it relates to Lauren in a way. Um, I follow at Russ Perry, and he's the founder of Design Pickle. And just today, he put something on Instagram, and he showed a picture of an, of an iPad. And he called that his social media iPad. So he removed every social media app from his phone and only uses the iPad. So he never carries it around with him. And he was even saying, I'm even posting this with Buffer. Um, So, you know, it's something I, I, yeah, I try to do, you know, a little bit more of that. And I try to put my phone down, but it's, you know, it's nice to see because he's very successful and, you know, people can be successful without it consuming their entire life. So it's definitely a struggle for me and I I get it. I'm trying to do the same thing. (laughs) Well, I think like you just mentioned, there's so many ways to um, balance it or kind of put caps on it. And we definitely have to be on social at some point or another. Personally, I'm taking the break, but it shows too that when you kind of put it in a narrow category, you usually get more out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's so fun, I guess. I, I just, maybe that's my entertainment, I suppose. It is. <laughs> it's better than TV. <laughs> exactly. Reality TV and and it's <laughs> that's right. So, okay, so what new technology discovery have you guys found that you would like to share? Well, for me, um, because I love to read so much, uh, and a lot of times I want to get like the gist of if I'm going to love a book or not, I uh, use the Blinkist app, and it's like literally the Cliff Notes. Um, it does you know, a a huge book in like a seven page snapshot, and it still gives like the really good highlight reel. And so for me, it doesn't, I don't use it to not read a book, I use it to almost qualify that I for sure want to read that book. And um, you can listen to it on, on audio. But for me, I like to read it. I love that. What is that again? It's Blinkist, like you can read it in a blink, like a blink of an eye. I love that. I'm gonna have to try that because you should see my stack of books right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that's the daunting thing is just looking at that. I'm like, oh, I've got to read that. That's so cool. I'm gonna have to try that one. And then for me, I have, uh, we've been working with, I'm not sure what to call him, but a business consultant. And he's really been helping us with develop kind of our one-on-one meetings and coaching. And he has an app that's open to everyone called Super Teams. And I'll have to get the exact um, website. It's a website. But it's phenomenal because what it does is it sets it up for you, if you have a team, 
to work on a weekly basis, one-on-one, on a monthly basis with a growth plan, on department meetings, and then on team meetings. And it kind of coaches you through each step of that. So it's not just a like, okay, how'd it go last week? What are we doing this week? It becomes uh, very organized and you start seeing the growth week after week and it helps you to ask questions that draw them out as a leader and to put things on the table that may not have that may have gotten skipped over so it's it's super teams and i'll share the exact website with you later that's so cool and i i I find that fascinating that you guys are using a business consultant because even you guys who you know i feel like are pros have somebody come in and say here's what you can do better i mean i think everybody no matter how good you are An outsider coming in and saying, you know, taking a look at what you're doing and giving you, I mean, I think that's so invaluable. That's so cool. Yeah. And I think for for us, like when we talk about David, his name's David Bonnie, and we just, we love him. We've been working with him for a year now. Um, There's been many times when Lauren and I are like, what would David do in this situation? (laughs) Because he literally always has the right words. And we are huge, like, um, advocates, like even with Sprout, we're like, we created this as a way to magnify or multiply people's time. And what we found is that with this business coach, and especially with this program, it's basically been able to elevate the way that we uh, grow our team and then the way that our team shows up every day because it it holds all that information and then it gives you those prompts like, okay, if you're in a sticky situation or somebody's not performing, how do we coach this where it's not just like this, you know, this one-off like weird conversation? Right. It just opens up so many I don't know how to say it. It's it's like, I think one thing as entrepreneurs, you're trying to do so many different things. And if you have a small team that starts to grow, keeping up with that in a consistent manner um, is a real challenge. And we challenge, that was a big challenge for us. And Barbara and I, like she mentioned, we've always tried to go out and get something to help us in that area. And David's uh, system is, has been phenomenal in that. So Having the touch points and kind of the coaching through even the small things, a 30-minute meeting uh, right in front of you, in front of your face, makes it easy for you. It makes it easy for your team. Uh, I just, I can't say enough about the changes that it's made. I love that. And something that that reminded me of, this is probably totally off topic, but, you know, I was at the grocery store checking out about to, to walk out and I saw their little shift meeting notes. And I was like, how, you know... Even the grocery store, before every shift, they have a little team meeting. And we don't even do that a lot of times in this industry where we're selling $12,000 to $15,000, $20,000 products. I mean, how important is it to you know, have a, sh- a team shift meeting every, every day, I think. And we just don't do that. And we're out of, out of touch with, the, you know, with one another. And I think that's so cool because I think you guys are, are doing that with, with your business consultant. I think that's so cool. And more people should be doing that sort of shift daily shift meeting or daily, you know, touch base with one another. So I think that's so cool. Absolutely. Because we're always shocked. Like when we go visit teams and we're like, okay, so on your weekly Monday meeting and people look at us like, and we're like, okay, (laughs) on your daily meeting. And they're like, uh, so the same thing with us. And I think when, when you talk about it, Lauren and I, we've been friends forever and what had happened many times is we would have a conversation, we would make a game plan and we have like our own little, it seems like we can almost telepathically know what the other is <laughs> thinking. And then we're like, assuming that the team knows it and they just they don't absorbed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, we found that having that set weekly meeting and then Lauren doing all the one-on-ones with the team, it's like, there is a lot less room for error uh, or just like miscommunication and, and distrust. Yeah. We had an incredible, uh, we just started kind of shifting the way we did our, so each department has a weekly meeting and we just instituted it with one department. And at the end of the month, they came back and said, this was life changing. You know, we, we met throughout the week and we solved problems, but this like set aside 30 minutes, Monday morning, all of a sudden, our week became easier because we were able to say, this went really well for me last week and offer up suggestions. And it was incredible to see a team of five, I think. In that group. Yeah, just say something so small changed the whole their whole dynamic. Yeah, so I think that's a huge takeaway. And if, if everybody out there is not doing 
a weekly, I mean, even more, but at least a weekly meeting to touch base, see what's bothering somebody. Something could be really bothering somebody all week long. And to get that off their chest and maybe solve that problem for them that you could possibly even lose an employee over. I mean, just that little 30 minute Monday morning. I totally agree. That's the huge takeaway here. You guys totally should be doing a weekly staff meeting. And we, we encourage that too. And we, we get the same response you guys do like, Oh, how'd the Monday meeting go? Uh, what Monday? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, without that, you guys aren't, it's not really a team. You're not really on the same page. So cool. I think that's a huge point. Good takeaway from that. So as I'd mentioned, so you two are childhood best friends. Were you both in property management before you started Sprout? <laughs> no, not at all. So I, this is Barbara, I definitely had the, the the experience. I started in multifamily when I was, I think I was 18 going on 19 and I've been in it ever since. Um, but Lauren and I, we've been best friends since, I guess, 14, 15, something like that. <laughs> During the awkward teenage years, we met and we've never been apart. And so <laughs> ever since. And so, yeah, for me, I came with that experience and Lauren came from a totally different background. I have always worked in small business. I've kind of been, um, I don't know exactly what you call me, but I've worked for very strong women entrepreneurs, three of them up until the point we started Sprout. And it was operations and advertising for, for each company. So Yeah, so all the way from art to like boutiques, yeah. Lauren's kind of always art had. Dealer, a retail, a fashion designer, and then um, someone in education. So. so that's so, okay. So where were you guys when you were probably sitting somewhere and said, okay, <laughs> let's do this thing. Where were you? And tell me the conversation. All right. So it was a very like specific moment. And I actually started Sprout a year before on my own. I had left uh, a big company. I was working with Ferrant Media Solutions, had a really good job there, loved it, but just have always had that entrepreneurial bug. Like my parents are entrepreneurs. And anyway, so I started off and I was doing a lot of consulting. Um, and right away, things things went pretty well. But um I just was struggling to keep up with the back end. So I'd have a client, I'd do the job, but then I forget to invoice them or like to keep up with all my receipts. She called me and I was saying like, hey, how do I do this on this this platform? Yeah, I was like, what what is this? And what am I supposed to do with it? And so literally almost every day, Lauren and I would talk on the phone at the end of the day to kind of do our download. And yeah, we still do. And I'm, you know, pacing in front of my house on a day where I was like, especially like, you know, riled up. And I'm like, I just cannot keep up with everything. I'm such a mess with like the details. And I have no problem doing the job getting the sales like and you know, I'm loving what I'm doing, but I'm so overwhelmed. And then on the flip side, Lauren was complaining about something. I was just ha- I was you know, on a struggle bus where I was, I guess you could say I was hitting a few walls and then just uh so and not because mean, of yourself. It was more just having yeah, someone that wasn't like putting in your system in the environment a little bit. And I had been kind of wanting to make a change and I was pacing the aisles of Target. <laughs> and then I was saying, well, I, I can do that. I know what you, you just need to do this and this. And then she's like, okay, I know this sounds And crazy. then from there, I'm like, okay, Lauren. So what if we, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be, this is how I proceed every idea. I'm like, this is a really crazy idea. And you got to say yes, like, don't even ask. And so I said, what if we join forces? And so we said, let's talk to our husbands because our husbands are friends and we, we like planned a dinner to like explain it to them. And they both were like, this is the worst idea. It's a horrible idea. Ever. Do it. Cool. Everybody we talked to said it was a horrible Everybody idea. did. They're like, you're going to ruin your friendship. You're going to, you know, at this point, we'd already been friends for, I don't know, 12, 13 years. Little did they know we'd already signed the agreement. Yeah, little did we know we were already we like. We were asking. You were just informing. We were informing uh, after the fact. And so, yeah, we just, we have always joked that we make up each other's like flaws or, or deficiencies. And we always said like together we can tackle the world, but by ourselves, like we can't. And so we just decided to do it. And we went for it in 2010 is a year after I had started on my own, we combined and we made it official. So that's hilarious because I needed a Lauren in my life. (laughs) So, you know, I was, Barbara, I would go and do consulting and God, I hated to come back and like send an invoice. I'm like, oh, 
I mean, I almost, I wanted to be paid, but I almost just didn't, you know, the invoicing part and keeping up with that. So I'm so thankful that I have my husband. He's the the numbers guy. And I'm the creative. So I feel like, you know, I just, oh, I hate looking oh, at numbers. I hate I'm with you. Like where you said, like, you almost don't want to invoice. Like I would look at this pile of receipts that I had to like do something with. And I'm like, what if I just throw them away and tell them like, this was a trial <laughs> and let's see how it worked because I hated it. So we were a weird combo because I also had background in advertising. So it's like she had a lot of really great ideas. And then I was able to kind of bring them to life graphically. And then she could, she was fantastic at sales and getting people. And then we do the operations, the receipt part. So it was like, we kind of, it was a great back and forth flow to get it. And I mean, it moved fast after we, we got I together. get it. I'm like the huge big picture. And then somebody has to rein me in. Yes. And say, okay, so that big picture has to, to be like a timeline and let's put it, you know, you're, so yeah, everybody needs a Lauren in their life. Yeah, Leah, we would go to sales meetings and I'd be like talking to the client and I could see Lauren's like wheels turning of like, oh crap, how am I going to do this? <laughs> like all these things that Barbara's promising, how are we going to do them? That's but, like, oh, we get, oh, I get, I get in trouble all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, we, you know, we can do this, this, sure. and this. Uh, how are you going to do that? How are you going to be at five places in one day? And I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, no, uh, we're, we're the over-promisers and the Laurens are the rain. We'll figure it out to make it happen. I love that. Love it. So, um, you know, I didn't talk about, I just wanted to throw this in here. My, my app that I love is Punk Post. I know that I've, I've put it on Instagram a couple of times. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I saw, I saw, I loved that. I checked it out after you posted it. Yeah, it's so cool. So if you guys are sending a card to somebody, go to punk. <laughs> like it said, P-U-N-K-P-O-S-T. Your first card's free. It's really cool. They handwrite all of your cards. So I just love that, you know, and if you're in the industry and you want to do your first, you know, follow-up card for free, they'll handwrite it for you. So I think that's so cool. You can send a postcard to somebody and say, you know, thanks for touring, you know, mention something that they said. So, you know, I think that kind of ties into our, um, our industry for sure. So speaking of your entrepreneurial, okay. So I know it can be a tough road when you start. So for those that have never obviously started their own business, tell us a little bit more about your journey. I know that you guys sat down with your husbands and had dinner and then you started your first year. So how were the bumps in the road? And then kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, starting a business, especially as, you know, female entrepreneurs in a, I would say you're, you're kind of breaking ground in what you're doing. Nobody else really is doing it. I think for us, what was served to our advantage is we didn't know a lot of what was already being done in the industry. Like we didn't know a ton of things. We just, we right away got to work and it was like, we felt we knew some ideas on how to market and, you know, things that were going to make life easier for property managers, but we didn't get too like in the weeds about what other people or our competitors were doing. We were just like, let's work. And we, we've always been, and I don't know if this was a good thing, but it, it did, it did help us is we would sign up for like a trade show and then we would hustle to build the product out like the week before, because we were, we were just signing up and trying to put ourselves out there as quick as possible. So I remember like our very first reverse trade show that we did, we, we joined the apartment association. We had no platform. So we like built a website, we built out 40 designs and uh, we like worked around the clock. Lauren had this like shed in the back of her house. It was like a finished out <laughs> shed, but we would be out there and like, yeah, we would be like, you know, listening to music and just working like crazy. And then we'd go and we supported each other, I think, in everything because I would do the sales, but like Lauren was there and, and kind of explaining the back end of things. Well, and I think Barbara, you said it, is it we were looking for a way to make things easier. So Barbara had the on-site experience and she really knew what the managers were facing. And I knew on my end, kind of like the struggles of trying to get regular advertising out, trying to stay organized. And we both knew that we wanted to offer people something consistent because from the very beginning, our, our, we've been solid on the fact that small things done consistently give you big results, big wins. And we were excited about that. Mm -hmm. So even though it's really kind of evolved through the years, our core of what we're trying to do for people and help them 
has stayed the same. Yeah. So, and, and it was really well received. Like I had worked with clients already being in the industry that already kind of knew me and put trust in me. So then when they liked them, the product, they helped back us. And I think the coolest thing is like some of those clients that signed up with us nine years ago, we still have their entire portfolio, multiple management companies like that. So that's really cool to say there were no bumps though. I mean, we, neither of us, I mean, we both don't have, you know, we both went into some college, but we don't, we didn't finish a degree. We have, uh, you know, marketing experience and we, we've taken courses and things like that, but it was a lot of just trial and error. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. And then I think the other thing is our strategy. So, I mean, to tell anybody is like, I went and I offered to the apartment uh, associations all over to do classes for free my first like two years. I mean, I paid for my travel. I paid for everything we did out of pocket. And I just went and said, if I can just educate people on the principles of marketing, and then if they see the value of the education, they'll see the value in the product. And so for two years, I mean, I went to, you know, I did so many speaking events. I didn't know what I was doing. I fumbled. I mean, it was, it was awkward at times, but it was, it was an easy way for us to get free advertising. So two questions. At any time, did you think, okay, this isn't going to work out? I don't think we ever did the two. I think something that's really cool is we, we didn't go into debt to build the business. We kind of put in our own money and we've always been profitable from day one, even if it was a tiny profit. <laughs> so, so that we felt like financially, like we were super supported by the clients that we did have. Um, I mean, we did the first few months have to just like bootstrap it for sure. Yeah. And I think we were pretty like, as soon as we made the money, we put it back here. Mm -hmm. And it was like, we just, we needed enough for whatever we needed. And it was like, no, no, no. Okay. How do we, we go from there? I I feel our biggest struggle when I look back or or kind of was when we deviated from our plan. Like if we, a client really wanted something and we kind of took on something that didn't mesh with our philosophy, so to speak. I think those were our biggest struggles. Or we took on a client that didn't mesh with our values. We learned that probably year three. We had, you know, we had some clients that we felt almost held us hostage and we were willing to, you know, do whatever they needed at the time because they were our biggest client. And at a certain point, we just saw like, they're not aligned with how we do business. They don't, they're not the same with their employees. Like we want to be with ours. And it, we just kind of found that, when we broke away from that fear, because I think we're both a little bit in that, like we want to, we want to please, we're excited to like deliver. But when we found that we don't have to be a fit for everyone, I think that's when things really took off for us. And then when did you think together that you're like, okay, we, this is good. We've got this. This is, this is going to go somewhere. We, you know, this is going to be a success. Was there like one client that you were after or was there what one thing were you guys like, okay, this is going to work. I think when we signed a couple of uh, management companies that we knew were playing on a national level and they were leaving large, large marketing firms to come with us, that was like the sign that it was like, okay, this is, this is real. Like people like what we're doing. And I think that was like probably one of the big moments for me. What about you, Lauren? Yeah, I think things, uh, a few, some of the testimonials that we had come in and unsolicited, just like this has been life changing or you won't believe what it saved me. I think that gave us such excitement that it was like, Oh yeah, this this is, we're on the right track. And then seeing the clients that would leave management companies for whatever, you know, reason, and then immediately sign up with Sprout. We were just like, okay, they love the product. That felt really good. No. And it, you know, I'm a true literal fan. (laughs) I mean, I love you. You guys know that because I'm like obsessed and, you know, I tell everybody, sometimes I, you know, want to keep you guys a little secret. (laughs) No, I can't do that. But I just, I just think that you guys get it. You know what the industry needs. And, you know, some of my employees tell me just the other day, one of my employees was like, oh, I just love Sprout so much. Awesome. And yeah, I mean, and it makes me feel good too, because I'm like, I'm giving them something that takes so much off of their plate, which you guys are, but you know, no, I, I just think that it's, it's so helpful. So helpful. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about what Sprout is, what Sprout does, because, you know, I love it. I use it. You know, I love the calendars. I love the daily doses. You guys know, I love those. How would you guys describe your calendars 
describe your daily doses, and then just kind of what do you guys tell people that you do or what you offer? Yeah, so I think that when you think about Sprout, we use the word it's a marketing platform because that's what our industry is used to. But for us, it's like we knew early on we couldn't just be a flyer company. We have good design, but there's a, there's a ton of people that can design. So we had to really be a company that helped others become better marketers. But we realized that the industry we're in, there's not a lot of time. And even though marketing is our priority, we know that for property managers, they literally have a million fires. So it's like it could be a literal fire or it could be you know something else blowing up at their community. So for us what we did is we started with a calendar that was like, Hey, here's some ideas. It's a pre-populated calendar. Here's some fun things you could do for the month. And then as we evolved, we just found that people were like, okay, I get, you know, I get these designs. These are fun. What do I do with it now? And that's why we started the daily doses. It's almost like a daily recipe card. We said, you know, marketing doesn't have to be super complicated. You don't have to sit in these like boardrooms, like frustrated. It's these little tiny things that you can do every single day show up on social or show up in person doing an outreach and we give them everything. So we give them the, the idea, the design, and then we link out if they want to buy stuff to different, um, to different links. Like on Amazon prime, we know a lot of people don't even time to go to target or the dollar store. So we try to give them, you know, the full packet of bringing an idea from an idea all the way to bringing it to execution. So I want to tell you guys something funny. Um, my husband, you know, he, of course, does all the invoices and the receipts and he tries to categorize everything. And he says, so where am I putting the bubblegum balls and the flower petals? <laughs> <laughs> everything that you guys link out to on Amazon ends up in my car. I love it. And I have to explain the gumballs and the flowers. <laughs> but I love, I mean, it's so fun. And you know, it's something people can do as a team. I mean, order those things, get them in, get them excited and let the, let your staff be creative for an hour a week. You know, it's like so much fun. It's, it's my release. It really I love that. It's like, it's like a DIY for multifamily marketing. We try to kind of make it where there's really, really basic, easy stuff. And if you want to get a little more complicated, you have the time. There's some of that. And yeah, like if you want to go to Leah level, you can, you you can, can take yeah, it you to that level. And there's people for like you, Leah, who love the marketing aspect and want to do it. But we try to also have stuff for people who can't stand marketing, but it gets what they need done. Yeah, so. and there's definitely those people, even though we don't understand them, no. people that do not love marketing like we do. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you're you're the finance person. I understand. That's right. You're, you're, the, you're the operations or whatever. There's got to be one of everything. Mm-hmm. So when speaking of the calendars, when you guys sit down every month, I'm guessing as a team, how do you guys come up with the ideas? What do you pull from anywhere? Or is it just, do you guys toss out ideas? Because, I mean, it's so unique every month. Yeah, for sure. So not everybody on the team sits in on that. We have a content team, like a marketing content team, and then we have our design team and we come together. And we, in fact, we had our ideation meeting for May already. So we're working almost like a magazine, like a few months ahead. Um, But we always leave a little bit of flexibility to like drop something in if it's like a current trend that's happening. So we sit down and everybody brings to the table their ideas. We have everything divided out into the pillars. So like your outreach marketing, your resident retention, um, anything for social events, that type of thing. And we do a lot of shopping. So we shop apartments, we go visit hotels, we, you know, follow different people on Instagram, we have a Pinterest board going. And then we try to stay also current with what's happening in like the Facebook groups for our industry. Um, You know, next month, we're going to a social media marketing world conference, because we want to, you know, we want to talk a little bit more about everything that's happening on the social front. So we basically pull everything together. Our design team already comes prepared with like, um, like design inspiration. Yeah. So they're like, this is the look we like. We're, we're thinking of rolling these new campaigns out. And then we then kind of pair it up. It's almost like which, which of these things belong. So if we had a fun idea, we're like, well, which campaign could that go in? And um, yeah, so we start doing it that way. From there, we work in Asana. And so we assign out tasks. We content team then goes and we write everything. We research. We look for ideas, uh, like for the resources to bring them to life. Meanwhile, the design team is actually creating everything. And then it's it's a bit of a process until we get it all the way down to, you know, 100% done. 
Um, and then even up until the day that we launch, we're like double checking, like, does this, you know, is this still current? Does it still make sense? Is there anything we missed? And then I was going to add too, you know, since our flyers are fully customizable, a lot of times we get requests and we go back through and we look at what people are requesting a lot yeah. of and try to um, offer more variety in that area. So would you say that's important for people to reach out to you and let you know what they, they would like to see? Yeah, I think something we want to start doing, I think coming up for the community is first of all, creating a Facebook group for just us Sprout members. I think that's going to be big. And then also doing like a total request live type of a deal where people can say, this is what I want. And it's not an extra customizable. It's just like, okay, we know this is what we're going to do because it's what people want for the next month. That is so exciting. I'm like, so when your calendars come out, the day they come out, it's like flower <laughs> Christmas. And I send them all to my managers and I'm like, okay, the, the, the calendars are out. And you guys, sh- you should see me click on everything and printing. And I get so oh my gosh. Christmas day. So I can't believe you guys are all the way out to May. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, tell your husband be, to be afraid because we're going to be like, um, we have a new sprout. Her name is uh, Leah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I'm like obsessed, obsessed. So, so I was curious about this. When you guys first started, who did the designing? Lauren. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's laughing because, well, I won't show you some of those first designs. We come a long way. <laughs> some of them are still in the gallery, which I think is awesome. But no, Lauren did our first set of designs. And then she kind of, um, I think I always had an eye for what I liked, but not yeah. for what, you know, not, I didn't know how to design. Now I can, you know, design pretty well, but yeah, at the beginning it was just Lauren. And then we slowly started adding Jen was our, our first official designer. And then it went from there. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I design, but I, you know, I love seeing, you know, a, somebody who went to school and, and really knows what they're, you, you can see that I love, you know, you can see the difference um, in their, it's so cohesive, everything that, you know, comes out in a month, it all looks, you know, so well put together. And it's funny that um, you guys say chaos to cohesive, actually. <laughs> yes. I, I think that's so true. If you take the chaos that's going on in, in your property and just apply some of these cohesive things, it just, it makes you look better on social and it sets you apart. I can tell when I go through social media, obviously who's using Sprout and who is needing to. Yeah. You know, I was going to say that. And even for those that don't use Sprout, we, we just with marketing and branding, that's what we're starting to see. It's like, as things evolve more and more, having a, a consistency. So it's like, if I, everything I see feels like you, I know that it's coming from Leah, you know, and if everything feels like it has a, a certain look and feel, I think that's super important for apartment communities, especially because a brand can feel so cold. And when you add those elements of the personality to it, that's what makes people connect. And then, you know, even for like our real estate market, when the brand is you, you are the person that's even more important. Totally agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, got to put yourself out there. And I think that's what people are lacking on social media. And there's so many ways that you can involve, you know, real people in your, in your Instagram, Instagram live people, you know, do stories. And I think it's so cool too. I was so excited when you guys came out with Instagram story templates. I mean, people, people watch Instagram stories, I think way more than, you know, just going through and looking at social media or just scrolling through your timeline on Instagram. So I think that's so important. Um, so, you know, lots of people, lots of people talk about, uh, you know, I see a mention on Facebook, they mention you when people talk about street teams and they mention, um, what you guys do, but tell everybody a little bit about what your street team does when they come to a property, how they find you kind of that program. Well, the street team kind of originated back when we first started, we had a few clients who, we're desperate and we're like, can you come and do our outreach marketing for us? So we kind of brainstormed a little idea and we said, okay. And Barbara and I went down, I canvassed an area and we took what we're asking the properties to do an outreach strategy with a goodie. And we would visit 40 to 50 properties a day or uh, not property, properties, sorry, businesses, uh, businesses yeah. for the community saying that we were from the community and we were shocked at the results and we'd keep everything in a record so that then that community would have a follow-up sheet for each week. And we set it up kind of 
as uh, that the community was really an asset to the business. I don't know if yeah. And I think that like what Lauren said, so we had a few clients that did that and then they kept requesting us. They're like, that was so successful. Can you guys do it again? And we knew it wasn't sustainable like for her and I to do that. So we sent out an email kind of around the same time asking our clients, like if there was one dream service that we could offer, what would it be? And they said for you to do the actual outreach for us. A lot of times we're short staffed. Our team is nervous about it or we just don't know what to do. So basically, like Lauren said, what it's developed into is we have uh, trained, you know, people that go out and they represent the community. So it's just like, hey, it's Barbara from like, this is my, you know, as if I'm, I'm from Park Place Apartments or whatever. You know, a lot of times they come equipped with, let's say, an iPad with the website or, you know, different marketing flyers. We always take goodies and our goal is to go in and make relationships for the community and also to just raise awareness. Like I was just talking to our street team coordinator today and she's like, you know, the last one we did, one of them we did last week, she said the, the, our our person was telling us like over and over the businesses were like, I don't think I've ever heard of that apartment and it's an established community. So sometimes just the awareness level and the results are varied. I mean, it goes from we've had communities that get like leases that day from people just like looking to just the reach of it over like the months to come. I mean, I had one client tell me they got 18 leases, which is not typical, but it just shows like outreach marketing works in a day where digital is huge, especially because what we do now is we'll run Facebook ad campaigns around the same time that we're doing the outreach. So we get real targeted to the areas that we're going. And then when our, our people walk in, it's like, oh my gosh, I just heard about this apartment community. It showed up in my feed. And so it's like a double whammy. And I think it allowed us to also figure out how, how to uh, like talk to certain businesses. Mm-hmm. So you see that reflected in our daily dose. Like these are ideas when you're reaching out to a school district or an insurance company and once you tailored it in that manner and, and you know, your your 60-second pitch went, anybody could do it. And it was amazing. I mean, I felt like it was incredible to see how then they felt comfortable doing the follow-up afterwards. And I think it's so important. And people, you know, we have social media. We have all the digital aspects. But the good old days of getting out and pounding the pavement still is so important. And people are like, oh, it just doesn't happen anymore. And I remember when I started in this, you know, back in the day in student housing, we were required to go out for an hour a day, just, you know, social, you know, getting, interacting with people. And that's been lost. And I think that's a huge play into, you know, who's successful and who's not on who gets out there and pounds the pavement. Absolutely. It used to be my favorite part of being a leasing agent. I was like, who, how could you not love this? But I get it because if you're not somebody that, if that's not like a passion of yours to run in and talk to people, you know, that are essentially strangers, I understand it, it makes sense that it would be a little bit scary, but the reality is like you said, an hour is so good because that gives you the opportunity to go to enough places that you get comfortable and your pitch just gets better. And then it's like no big deal to go one after another. Exactly. And, you know, I always tell them, make it fun. Um, You know, and I guess the more, the better you are as a social person, the easier it is, but, you know, find that one person. If there's one person that just doesn't enjoy it, I understand that, you know, Mm -hmm. there's there's always going to be the one that it's just not their thing. So, but I think find that one person that wants to go out and be social and be your, you know, your leader for social out there. Um, so on your on your uh, platform, you I saw that you offer um, portfolio wide memberships. So what makes that different than just a single property membership? Yeah, so I think going back to like looking at the needs of what we just kept seeing is there were um, certain management companies where branding was super important, like that their brand was carried out through all the marketing. And others that just wanted to make sure that their entire portfolio was doing very similar things. So they might have had like an initiative that they're doing or it's a select part of their portfolio. Maybe it's like a luxury end and they're like, okay, for the luxury, I want to have pre-approved designs that, you know, I know that this is what's going out. Excuse me. And I know for me, when I was a regional, I had those moments where I'd walk in and it's like a luxury community. And then you've got this flyer that's like Comic Sans and it just oh, it looks rough. Yeah, it's like, murder. <laughs> 
And so this is really what it does is it's basically a custom web page that is designed for this portfolio. We work with the marketing director or we work with the um, like the regional, the, yeah, the, the supervisor level. And we come up with quarterly campaigns. And so this portfolio would log in, they'd get their own web page and all the designs on there have been pre-approved and they're in line with their branding and everything that they want. So there's a little bit less flexibility, but it's also, I mean, Lauren, how would you describe it? Uh, it, It's limited options, but I think it's a way for the company to get everybody on board. There's a lot more accountability. The department that we have dedicated to it is phenomenal about, hey, you have your two designs this month. Let's get them to you. Let's, you know, get them checked in. And they communicate extensively with the supervisors. And I mean, the people that have used it, love it and they get everything from flyers to social graphics to bandit signs that are all cohesive with their campaign and i can tell when i scroll through social media who is you know i can tell what management company they're from nine times out of ten just because they they use the same branding they say you know Mm -hmm. they use the same graphics so i love that and i can't believe you guys aren't using comic sans so (laughs) that's my request for march okay okay you got it girl (laughs) thank you um okay so something i'm really kind of excited about is you are about to offer a platform for real estate agents maybe you know not a, a separate platform or maybe it is but what exactly are you guys going to be offering for real estate agents Yeah, so it definitely it is. It's its own membership. Um, We kind of we view these guys as under the umbrella of all of us are really selling home, you know, and we feel that all the multifamily peeps and our realtors are helping connect people to home. And that's the message that we just love. Like we love that we can have a part, but we want, you know, our realtors and our multifamily uh, professionals to be able to do that. And we just want to give them the resources to help them be found. And so for realtors, we're about two weeks out from our launch. It is going to be a separate platform. And um, I think what's happening in the real estate market right now is uh, there's a lot of disruption. You've got, you know, uh, companies like iBuyer where they're trying to take that the, the real estate agent out of the equation. And so more than ever now, it's a good time for real realtors to brand themselves like, you know, not just their these big names like, you know, some of these big brokerages, it's time for the realtors to step out so that people can connect with them and somebody that's going to continue as this like industry changes to choose to sell with a realtor or choose to buy with a realtor. It's going to be because of how they've set themselves up both online and in person. So we saw just a huge opportunity to help them build their brand and uh, it's going to be all of their marketing assets, all of the help on how to you know promote themselves on social. I think the It'll be a little bit more of a heavier uh, emphasis on the education that then brings the materials to life. Like, how do you build your brand? Okay, let's follow this formula and then here here are all the tools and the assets to do it. Same concept, though. It's bite-sized things that you do consistently. And before you know it, that will eat. Like Barbara said, that's going to build your brand. If posting every day and then giving them the ability to do that quickly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that because, you know, like I like I was telling you guys earlier, I've got a lot of property managers that do real estate on the side because it's so similar to what we do in property management. I mean, we're we're selling a home in property management. So it's it's a lot of the same thing. And I so agree with a realtor, you know, you don't choose a realtor because of the company they work for. You really do choose somebody because of who they are, how they, you know brand themselves, how, and the more you see them on social media, the more likely you are to choose them as a real estate agent. I mean, that would definitely be something I would want my real estate agent to be, you know, really out there doing all kinds of stuff on social media. So I'm really excited to see that because, you know, I feel like it's also something that we can take away from on, on the property management side as well. So that's really absolutely. So tell me a little bit about your design team. What graphics can they offer to the property management side right now? So in addition to our membership, which our design team, um, we have strong variety in there. We, we produce our, like Barbara said, almost like a magazine. We offer things for people's collateral. And we do this more on a like seeing if we're a good fit with the client 
But some of the things we do is uh, floor plans, and we do 3D floor plans, 2D, 2D and 3D. We do uh, folders, trifolds, site maps, uh, the whole the whole Yeah, shebang. location maps. And, and like Lauren said, so we've got on the membership side, you have access to everything from Instagram stories, stock photography, to you know, um, digital graphics, follow-up graphics, flyers, uh, sales sheets. But then for our clients that we have a lot of management companies that we work with that they um, hire us to do their initial brand packet. And so we kind of build out their brand guidelines and that's to make all their their long lasting collateral, their tangibles for, you know, that they need. But then after that, most of them, um, they, they transition and they become regular Sprout members. And so we have the capability to do a lot of design, but we don't, we don't hugely offer it across the board. We really try to make sure we're going to be a good fit with the client long-term because that's what we're looking for is long-term partnerships. Something I see a lot of that I, you know, people ask this question, could you guys take a sitemap drawing and turn it into a digital sitemap? They pretty much start from scratch. Like that drawing obviously would be helpful, but then yes, okay. they would they yeah. would create it. Yeah, it gives you a starting point for sure. Yeah, because I see a lot of that. I see a lot of people, you know, they need the 3D floor plans because, you know, sometimes people just get what construction hands them from mm-hmm. architectural, you know, then that's what they've been working with. So, and to see it turn into a 3D floor plan is sometimes such a seller to me. Um, so oh, I love that you guys can offer that on top of, you know, what, you know, I know that's an extra little add on, but, you know, it's nice to have that as something that you could do too. And know you can keep it in the same, same family. Absolutely. And it's really makeover. Sorry. It makes a huge difference. Sometimes we get people's floor plans. We're like, Oh, this small investment that you can keep for a long time. Absolutely. And you're like, you're going to keep it forever. So make it, make it look good. I always see, you know, you see those site maps that have been run off on a copier like 50 times. So it's time guys. It's time. So definitely, you know, Everything can look a little bit better than being run off on a copier by <laughs> 1985. Um, so is your blog on your website, is it available if you just go to it or do you have to be a member? No, it is totally available. And I know something we had talked about a little bit before we we started recording, and I think it's it's good to mention is, you know, how do we market ourselves as a company through through the blog, through the content that we put out, you know, all the things that we're trying to teach our members at one point or another, we're learning to do them ourselves. And so um, the blog has been a really good way for us to just kind of share our personality. Uh, you know, we do, it's, it's not, you know, if it's a blog on customer service, we might tie it back to like Beyonce or Lady Gaga and learn those lessons because to me, that's fun and that's memorable. And that's just the personality that Lauren and I have and that we want to like, we want to make marketing fun. So for sure that, that blog has been, um, it's a lot of times the way we see people, you kind of just see the traffic patterns. They might see us on Facebook, hop on an article, then they like, you know, kind of consume everything that we have. And then they're like, okay, I like it. I trust these guys. Now I want to be a member. No, I think the blog is a really good starting point for learning what you guys do and, and where you guys stand with, you know, a lot of stuff in the industry. Like some of the articles are like lessons from Beyonce and three tips to boost your event attendance. That's something a lot of people struggle with. I know simple ways to retain residents. And I was saying it's essentially a magazine for marketers in property management. So if you're not reading that blog and you're in this industry, you're totally missing out on free content. And, you know, that content, I think, really does flow into what you guys do. And, you know, it it transforms, you know, you read the blog and then you say, oh, um, you know, there's a flyer or there's a social media content that goes so well with that. So I think it just flows so naturally. So if you guys aren't reading the blog, get on the blog. It's so good. Thank you. So, okay. So I know you guys, did you recently move, didn't you, to a new office location? Well, we have like a confession. We have two offices now. And about a year ago, Lauren and I kind of slowly moved out of our, our town. We're in Texas and San Antonio, but we've moved kind of to the more of a rural area about, I'm about an hour. Lauren's about half an hour away. And so the commute was just getting killer. Uh, Lauren's got two little ones and has a pickup time for the school. And I just was like getting home after dark every day. And so 
we just we just decided, hey, let's let's look into getting a second office. And we kind of were sneaky. We're like, this can be back like the old shed days. It's just <laughs> me and you. <laughs> back out into it. Yeah. But so yeah, we we got an office and uh, a second office, and then in time. Part of our team, uh, we grew a little bit more. So we've got a couple with us, uh, two to four that are here pretty regularly. Um, so we say it's our satellite office. I love that. Hey, that's at least you. So you do have a little bit of a commute then if you're an hour and in, in each. Yeah. Wow. I still have about half an hour. Lauren has like five minutes, yeah, but I, I figured. The into the deal. Well, yeah. if you're in that 30 minutes, you're consuming so much content. Oh, you know it. <laughs> So tell me what a typical day is like in your office. And then also, what do you look for when you're hiring a new employee? Okay. You want to start with our typical day? Yeah. um, Well, like really, I try to get here early, take a walk, get my coffee. I'm slower, like set up person than Barbara is. So I try to get here really early. And then on Mondays, we always have our kind of uh, what's going on for the week and then it's I don't know we really like we kind of divide work and I work with the team I actually still commute to San Antonio at least one day a week to meet in person with part of our team and then I kind of have my conference calls set up because we do have people in Dallas and Chicago so at, throughout the week and we touch base as needed and then Barbara runs most of the marketing team out of here yeah, so my day, Monday is like Lauren said, from like 9 to 12, every Monday we have our like leadership partner meeting and it's like a rundown. Lauren is just uh, so much with the team. So she kind of catches me up on challenges, successes, questions, that type of thing. And we make some big decisions together. And then on the flip side, I'm sharing with her what marketing things that worked, what we're trying new right now. Um, I'm responsible for the real estate launch um, so I'm working on the back end on, uh, with, with our, our partners helping us with our tech. And so Mondays are kind of that for us. It's, it's a little bit more like of an admin. And then after that, I live in the world of, uh, working with our design team and our content team. And then I write a lot of our content. I mean, that's something that I just love to do and I don't ever want to give that up hundred percent. So, um, I do that and I work with, with, um, the girls here in the office that help with that. And then. That's pretty much it. So every day is a little bit, a little bit different. We try to sneak out here and there for lunch. Yeah, we had lunch today. So together we still, we still try to make time because that is, I guess that's the one thing we could share that, you know, it does change when you're business partners together and you, you see each other every single day. We don't see each other as much after work anymore. Like we do here and there and we try to make time, but we're literally, yeah, we vacation together. <laughs> when you see each other outside of work, you're probably thinking about work too. So we kind of had to be really strict with ourselves and say, okay, we cannot talk sprout. Yes. Talk. I have to do that with my husband too. So it's like, okay, this is not work time. This is, don't, and he'll say to me, don't talk about it. it oh yeah. It's hard I, to turn off. It is so hard. To, Lauren was just saying that we go through seasons where it's like you wake up in the middle of the night and it can either be for stress or excitement. Like, yeah. I mean, I have times where I'm just like so excited about something that it's like three in the morning and I'm just like, can I please just get up to start? <laughs> so, you know, that, that's coming up. Yeah. So I know you guys are hiring. So what, what do you look for in an employee? Well, kind of like we talked about earlier, we're really focusing we focus on the character first. So is the character of the person going to align with our core values? And it's really about having a service mindset is most important to us. So the excitement coming from serving others on the team and our clients, and then a growth mindset. Cause we both, like we have talked about, love to learn. We like to go out and get the information we need if we don't have it. So we encourage that. We need that from our team too, that uh, they, they want to, to, uh, be part of that. And then the last one that we focus on is having an impact. Like we want to have an impact on our clients. We want to have that positive impact on each other. So we kind of try to look at things when we're hiring that show that alignment there and then the skills and those things come second. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have somebody that we found, and I mean, this is for sure by trial and error, because we have not had always the best success 
you get thrown into the role of entrepreneur and it's like nobody necessarily trains you how to hire, how to train. Yeah. And we found that, you know, you can have a really skilled person, but if they're not rowing in the same direction as the rest of the team, it causes more disruption than their skill. Like it doesn't compensate. So for us, like Lauren said, it's, it's that alignment with our core and, getting it right. And we haven't, I mean, we haven't always, but with the team, the team that we have right now, it's like, you can see that they're aligned with our vision, not because we're trying to get them to buy into it. It's just who they are. And that just, that works. Love that. So as best friends, I'm going to ask each of you, (laughs) Barbara, what would you say Lauren's strength is? Um, well, like we said earlier, everyone needs a Lauren in their life. So there's many, I mean, I I would say that Lauren is kind of, um, it's a little bit like you don't expect it because she has a quiet demeanor, but she's really strong in operations and management. She can realign a team and kind of get everybody working in the same direction. And she can do it with a smile on her face, but you know, she means business. Like I, I would like to be the good guy or else I'm like really then like the grumpy guy. <laughs> so I don't have an in-between and Lauren is like the steady. So I think her strength is in the details. And then even when we've like done, uh, you know, different kinds of strength finders, she likes to support others in their success, which is why she's been so good with the team. And then also with me, it's like, she doesn't have to be the, the in the front but you feel all of the effects of everything that she's done because she just is very detailed. And she's very like, if Lauren gives me an opinion and she doesn't want to do something, even though I have a strong personality, I hardly ever question it because I know she's thought it out really well. I love that. That's (laughs) okay. So Lauren, what would you say Barbara's biggest strength is? Uh, Well, definitely to me, it's her, her enthusiasm for things like Barbara will light up a room when she walks into it. I have gone to, I don't even know how many of her speaking events and heard the exact same thing. And I literally am in the front row excited clapping because she can just motivate you like no other. And she's got a great talent for seeing what's coming down the road, I think, and figuring out a way to make that tangible she your her love of learning I she's like my cliff notes I carry her around <laughs> like she's like okay Lauren here we go we're gonna talk about this and I I appreciate that and I love it so I, I really think the vision w- while we do work together that uh like the Beyonce of Sprout <laughs> is definitely coming from Barbara so and she is equally supportive of me and has always pushed me a little bit and I think this is great with the team she has a a great way of pushing you out of your comfort zone enough, not in an uncomfortable, like it's uncomfortable, but not in a way that makes you, uh, it's a good thing because then you, you grow. So she's one time signed me up for a speaking event without telling me. And, I said, <laughs> and at the end I did feel better. So, yep. so oh, my she God. is, she's my, my other half. <laughs> yeah. Leah, we have a shirt. It's like mine says, I'm wild. She's sweet, like together or something. And hers is I'm sweet. She's wild. And it's an arrow. And we did a presentation once and we both were wearing our shirts. So it was awesome. I feel like you guys are like a yin and yang, like totally, you know, it just, it just works. That's so cool. And that you guys have been friends for so long and it just, I don't know, it just worked. That's so cool. And I love that we've gotten to, to know a little bit more about you guys on the, you know, on the back end, on the personal end. I don't want to not mention, you know, a little bit about, you know, I know we've talked about Sprout, but I want to say from as a client perspective, what you guys offer, you know, I log into Sprout and I have, I have social media, I call them social media squares um, that I can just go ahead and pre-plan my week with, with all my social media. You guys have flyers, you guys have, um, Instagram stories and it all looks, you know, the same theme for each month. You can search through the flyers. So let's just say you're having a breakfast on the go. You're able to search and find that flyer. So, you know, I don't want to get lost in the details, how awesome what you guys offer is. So it's, you know, it's something that's really helpful. All my teams love it. Um, It really helps, you know, make our day easier, our weeks, our, you know, we can focus on, we have more time to focus on the clients, our customers, our residents than, 
you know, having to worry about, oh, did we post on social media? It's pretty much all done. So um, what would you guys say is a good sneak peek for March? And I'm really excited to know myself. <laughs> okay, well, partly because of our inspiration with you, we've got a lot of things coming out for student housing that are going to just be fun for spring break. So I think that's going to be fun to look for. And then we're, we're doing a little bit more um, for our clients that are wanting to learn how to do Instagram takeovers, how are wanting to, you know, clean up their social media to really refresh. We've got some fun things coming out with that. And then I think the other thing that I'm excited about, and this was kind of an inspiration on our conversation as well, is having those like untraditional holidays that you do, like your national, you know, wine day or national cookie day or whatever, and making it easy in a one-stop shop place for that. And so we're just, every time we're looking to streamline to make it easier. And I think March and then even April is going to, each month is just going to tighten up what we're offering for, for you guys. I hope I can find the applause button to like put in there. Cause I'm so excited for spring break, you know, photos. And, and also I love that you guys offer stock photos. So if you want to freshen up your website, you know, because those pictures get a little stagnant, you know, you guys offer those too. So that's so nice. So I've had so much fun. I know you could probably go on for like two hours and I'm yeah. like looking at the clock and <laughs> so fun. So tell everybody where we can find you on social media and on the web. Okay. So on social, uh, you can find us at Sprout Marketing. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash, forward slash watch it sprout. And I, I'm doing a Facebook Live every Tuesday. So if you want to join me there. Um, and then our website is watchyourbusinesssprout.com. So a little bit of a mouthful, watchyourbusinesssprout.com. Yes, yes, but we we're so thankful to be with you and yes. for this exciting new venture with your podcast that we want to give everyone a special discount. Anybody that's curious about Sprout or wants to join our membership, if they use the code LEALOVE19, We'll give them a $25 off of their membership for the length of their membership. So a huge, it's like a 25% uh, savings. So huge. I'm so excited. I hope so many people join and, you know, we can all just, uh, I get excited. I, and I'm excited for you guys to start a Facebook group. That would be so much fun. So we'll have to be on, on the lookout for that for sure. For sure. Leah, this has been awesome. Thank you for having us as your second guest. This means the world to Lauren and I. Yeah, I'm so you excited. So Thank you guys for coming on. You guys go look up Sprout, check us out. Don't forget to go to my social media at Leasing Leah to look for the book giveaway. And we will see you guys next week with a new guest. Make sure you subscribe. 